We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, family, friends, a million pressing social issues and an expectation to be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for an ice cold Coors Light, the beer that's made to chill. Listen, there's a lot going on in Green Bay right now, and I feel like we could all use a moment to chill with a Coors Light. See, Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. Coors Light is what I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in their all-new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. Welcome in, everyone, to another edition of the Pack a Day podcast. Thanks for joining us today. My name is Dan Connick. And we've got the old crew back together. I'm back with uh, my usual team, my usual cohorts, Matt Freilich and Janelle Mackey. Guys, how the heck has your month been? It has been way too long. It's been good. It's been really good. It's like, uh, I feel like the the episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia, like the gang gets back together. That's what I feel like right now. Uh, it's been fun. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, it's just good to be back with you guys and like to be able to discuss everything that's occurred since the last we spoke. It, there's a there's a ton that's happened, but uh, lots of stuff to get to. Janelle, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I know I kind of feel like, you know, those Peyton Manning, Brad Paisley commercials where it's like the band is back together. Like, that's kind of where my mind's at right now. I can't. Yeah, it's weird to think like we have not talked since the draft happened. So a lot has happened in football world yeah. since we've last talked. Uh, that's an <laughs> understatement. A lot <laughs> A lot has a lot has gone down. Um, well, obviously, the biggest thing is the one of the newest Packers, Jordan Love. Packers drafted what seems to be the quarterback of the future, guys. Um, and needless to say, like social media, the the media in general has not taken. Uh, not taken this well it has not been perceived uh kindly across the country too like it's everywhere i um everywhere 
I just hopped on a radio show actually over the weekend with some dude out of Louisiana that hit me up that runs some, and like they wanted to talk about that. And I was like, I kind of put it back in his corner. I'm like, well, you guys got a quarterback controversy down with the Saints. I mean, you got Taysom Hill, <laughs> Jameis Winston, Drew Brees. But I mean, that just everyone's come out of the woodwork. Mike Florio's doing his thing, you know, uh, pro football talk. Jeez. It's just Bob McGinn's been doing all over the place. So it's just been anyone that has an opinion about the Packers, you're probably going to get some clicks. And it's well, and that's what everyone's running with. But. It's weird because, like, it's not just the Packers quarterback. Like, quarterbacks in general right now are the big controversy. Like, Patriots didn't draft one. Mm-hmm. Teams with, like, two-year court. Like, mm-hmm. the Bills drafted a quarterback when they still have Allen. Like, all this crazy stuff. And it's like, we were kind of like the start of the craziness that occurred throughout that draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and not even like, it's not even just the quarterbacks that are in the NFL now causing drama, but Brett Favre is coming out mm-hmm. and adding to the drama as well. I, like at first I thought he was going to be like super awesome about this, but now he's coming back and throwing all of this gas onto the fire. And it's like, he's been waiting I don't need 15 you here, years buddy. for this moment. <laughs> That's true. He probably has. Guys, <laughs> Brett, Brett's just bored. He can only mow his grass so much. He di- I mean, he dyed his hair blonde like two weeks ago. Like he's, yes, he's, he's struggling. He's struggling. That. Like things are tough. Like give the guy a break. I mean, he could, he could be doing worse. He can, he's, he's sent uh, far less tasteful images with a cell phone before like he could probably do some worse <laughs> things right now let him do his thing that's true he could he could be getting himself into a lot of trouble <laughs> right now you know the the thing that i've been wondering guys with all of this is how much does like the situation that we're in today the climate that we're in today affect the story and the narrative around all of this you know because not only are we in a unique situation of quarantine where there's nothing else going on but the way that i mean twitter just absolutely explodes the very second that the pick happens and you've got three million people giving you their take and their take is the only correct (laughs) one um you know and then you throw in the vast number of media outlets that we have now it's like like everyone wants to compare this to the aaron Rodgers situation 15 years ago but like does it really hold up over like can it really be the same like the way that the situation played out now you know i would just love to see how it would look though like what technology was back then where we were personally i would assume not professionally because we weren't i mean i wasn't 18 yet so it's just there's a lot to consider but i I think we i mean it'd be cool to take a, a a a stroll down journey's lane yeah you know what what would it have been like? Welcome in, everyone, to another edition of Pack in the Day. We are taking a look at the most recent draft from your Green Bay Packers here in 2005. I'm joined by my my good buddies Janelle Mackey and, and Matt Fralick and guys, um, I mean, we just sat and watched uh, the all the two days of the draft there for the Green Bay Packers. Um, you know, thank God it's only two days. I can't imagine it, what Honestly. it would be like if if you made it more than that. I, I I I couldn't handle that. And and thank God because the Packers dropped a bomb on the NFL world, guys. Um, it, it happened. 
the Packers drafted Aaron Rodgers as I don't know, like you would call that you call that the heir apparent to Brett Favre now, right? I guess so. Like I, I understand that Favre's considered retirement maybe once. I I don't think he's going to string him along that long. So it's just like at this point, let him finish his career in Green Bay. I, I assume he will. It seems like he's the most loyal Packer player there ever has been. So let him finish his year. Like I, it's just shocking. You would have thought there would have been better value uh, at the position with like draft Rodgers at twenty four, but they didn't see anyone else. They they I guess they're saying it's best player available from uh, you know Ted Thompson, who's the you know the new GM. It's just. I'm shocked. There's other players I thought would be be there. And yeah, like you said, Dan, these two days, I mean, sometimes it's like, I, I don't know who set this draft up, the way they positioned the game. It, they started at like 11 a.m. on Saturday and it runs through like 10, 8, 10 p.m. Like, who's going to sit and watch a draft that long? I don't even know who would. But, you know, I barely what, could. I mean, honestly, you know, what are, what are your thoughts here going forward with was this Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers out of Cal. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like. Are they preparing for the future? Do they see him being their next MVP caliber quarterback? I don't know. Like, do they think just because he fell, like, they had to get him? Like, it was just meant to be? Like, is this the next superstar that they're hoping? Like, what are the chances you end up with back-to-back superstars on your team? I don't know what they're hoping for with this guy, but I just feel like you wonder if they should have tried to get weapons for Brett for this year, but then again, we don't know how long it's going to be until he hangs it up. I mean, you only retire once, so it's got to be now or never maybe for this team. I agree. Yeah, and, you know, the thing with it, it's like I, I can kind of understand what you're what you're doing if you're, if you're making this pick. You're trying to plan for the future, but, like, this team, this team just went 10 and 6, and – got embarrassed at home against your biggest division rival. You know, I I can't imagine there being, you know, another moment that is more like, I don't know. I don't know what the word is like infuriating Mm -hmm. or like seeing, seeing the Minnesota Vikings, like, like who's going to come in there in a Minnesota Vikings uniform and embarrass you the way that Randy Moss just did on your home turf. And you're that close to being a Super Bowl contender. And, like, I, I understand you have to plan for the future, but, I mean, Chris Morrison just came on there and said that that Aaron Rodgers was one of the most unpolished throwers that he's seen coming into the NFL. And, I, I honestly, I think I think the, the 49ers made the, the, the pick of the century – by getting Alex Smith instead of Aaron Rodgers at number one. That's not – I mean, he's unpolished for sure. There, I, He's got release issues, arm issues as far as where his the level is and the way it comes out. Rodgers is going to need some work. I, I don't think he's going to learn a ton from Brett Favre. I mean, I think he's going to take him under his wing pretty well, but mechanically Brett Favre's never been very sound, so it's like not like he's going to get much assistance that way. I don't know how much of a quarterback – quote-unquote whisperer Mike Sherman is he's he's done okay in the past but I I don't know if I trust him to develop Rodgers but I mean they're they're in it for the long haul with Mike he's the GM right so he's got it I mean he's gonna have you know him he's taken obviously he was the GM taken over with Ted Thompson we'll see how he does but this is Ted's I mean flag in the stand right I mean flag in the mountain this is 
Aaron Rodgers, yeah. this is his guy going forward. And I, I'm just confused. Back-to-back years, very strange drafts from the Green Bay Packers. Ahmad Carroll out of, uh, was it Nebraska? He he seems okay. But, mm-hmm. I mean, B.J. Sanders seems promising. Third round from last year, the punter. I, I think he'll do okay. So, I guess they saw that, you know, a backup quarterback was the next, be- next best situation to do. Yeah, it's a uh... – you talked about kind of about Brett's leadership and you're just kind of wondering, I mean, Brett just, he's a gunslinger. Like how much can he really teach and how much is just his natural gift? Like, is he going to bring this guy in and take him in as his QB number two? Or is this going to be like, is there going to be some beef with these guys? Like, okay, well, I've been talking about maybe playing one or a few more years, but now they're kind of like, they're drafting Aaron Rodgers, whoever this guy is. And is this kind of their way of nudging me out? Like, should I go play somewhere else? Like, am I going to finish my career here? What are they trying? What kind of message are they trying to send? So you kind of wonder now what the locker room is going to look like when you bring in this young kid from California. And I don't know, it'll be interesting to see the relationship and like, how long is it going to be before Brett Favre reaches out to him and, is he going to have some positive words to say? Will he reach out to him? Mm-hmm. We really don't know. But you look at it and it's just like with Javon Walker, all this stuff in the news, you think that they would have tried to yes. get a target for Brett Favre because, like you said, they're coming off of a winning season, division champions. Like, yes, they got embarrassed in the wild card round of the Vikings. So why don't you take, like, this is a winning team, find the pieces you need to fix and draft those guys. Like, they don't need a quarterback because Brett Favre can still post a winning season. So that's just a little mm-hmm. crazy to me. Well, I mean, in the back in the back end of the second round, they did draft a receiver, Terrence Murphy, kid out of Texas A&M. He seemed pretty solid. I think I like he's him. decent. The one I'm confused about is Nick Collins. They seem to really stick their neck out to go after and yes. get him early in the second. That seems strange. But, I mean, my so I was riding the bus home from school today, right? My buddy who I ride the bus with, his dad is a owner of the Green Bay Packers, believe it or not. And he's really yep, owner of the Green Well, one, one of the owners. There's a few. And he said that Brett Favre's like the nicest guy ever. He teaches all the young dudes from, you know, Matt Hasselbeck's, Aaron Brooks, all those guys. He's gonna he's gonna put I mean, Doug Peterson, he's gonna put Rogers under his under his wing. And that's that's coming from a guy's son who's a one of the owners for the Packers. Hmm. Well, and and here's the thing. I mean, you, you so you say Doug Ferguson, but like, what's that guy really gonna do in the rest of his career? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like yeah, he can he can maybe he can maybe give off a little bit of something to him, but like, let's let's be honest, the guy's never winning a Super Bowl. You know, in, in whatever if he, if he's uh, the water boy, if he's uh, uh, if someone makes him, I don't know, some kind of. Uh, special teams coordinator or something. I can't imagine anyone making this guy a, a head coach, but like, like how, what, what's the talent there that that's really there to rub off for Aaron Rodgers? And like, to go back to what Janelle was saying, you've got the pieces there around Brett Favre. And if you had to address one position, it has to be the wide receiver group because you've got a, a rising star in Donald driver sitting there i mean just like ha- having one of the coming off one of his better seasons I, who knows what he's going to be doing you know uh, a, a year or two from now but like the numbers that he just posted last year like that's great but you've got nothing else around him antonio chapman 
he's he's not stepping up to be the second guy. The guy that you drafted to be that, Javon Walker, he's trying to get out of Green Bay. How long is he going to stick around here? No one's talking about that. Everyone's worried about what Brett's going to do, but all the pieces around Brett are just the same. Like no one knows what's going around. And and to see to see some of the wide receiver talent, you know, go by the wayside that the Packers couldn't have dra- I mean, you could have easily jumped up to number 22 and gotten Mark Clayton. Like I loved mm-hmm. that kid out of out of Oklahoma. He's solid. I mean, that guy's a baller. He's going to be and, I think he's going to be elite for the Ravens. Yeah, and and the big and one of the biggest things for me too, maybe not the biggest thing, but when you look at it the Packers if you draft a quarterback at 24, okay. If you if you can rationalize it to me, great. But how the heck did you have two quarterbacks sitting there in Aaron Rodgers and Jason Campbell at 24 and you passed on Jason Campbell, a guy out of Auburn, out of the SEC, like that, that is, that is pedigree straight up and down. Like who, what, what's the over under on who has the better career, Jason Campbell or Aaron Rodgers? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's fair. I mean, Campbell's a big guy too, big arm. Like he's Redskins might be set up for the future with Campbell. I don't know. Like, and mind you though, mind you, they don't have, I mean, Amon Green's gone. Like or no, excuse me. He's still he's still there, but they added Sam Congato. They have some other running backs, so it's like it almost seems like they're adding pieces to be able to run the ball more and run behind the offensive line. Maybe because Favre's aging, they don't have to rely on his arm so much. But I, it's it's interesting to see that you know it's kind of like a shock of reality, right? I was talking on um, to my cousin earlier today when I got home uh, on MSN Messenger, and we were just messaging back and forth just about how where we think you know when Rodgers will play like is is he gonna he's probably gonna sit for a few years I would imagine that's just kind of the typical wave not a lot of quarterbacks play right off the bat unless you're like I don't know Peyton Manning or something Philip Rivers but Mm -hmm. uh that's just it's it's one of those things where where time will only tell and it's I, I think Favre's gonna stick it out long term with the Packers and ride it out for a few more years and just I, I hope I hope it's I hope it's more Favre than before it is Aaron Rodgers, but maybe maybe somehow the first pick from Ted Thompson era we'll see you know in quotes his era will be a successful quarterback. But you know hold your breath. Yeah, it's like I'm nine years old trying to comprehend what I'm seeing happen, and it's just like what what made him fall this far. Like, is there something wrong that other teams saw? Like, well, maybe this guy doesn't have what it takes, and that's why Alex Smith got taken. Like, is Alex Smith going to be this league's, like, next Brett Favre, like, the next great quarterback? And it's just kind of crazy. Like, is it is it luck that he fell this far? Were they, like, really fingers crossed hoping this would happen? What made them say, like, hey, he fell this far. Why don't we take him? Like, I'm just trying to figure so, out what their need yeah. was to take him this take this for what it is take this for what it is janelle and dan but i was uh in the lunch line today right at school Mm -hmm. just what'd you have getting uh oh chicken patties no doubt two doubled up doubled up uh potato fries good think we went with a little chocolate milk chocolate milk's just to say that's the only way to go only way to go is chocolate and so i'm talking to the lunch lady and she said you know obviously this is the lunch lady we'll we'll take her word for it but she she's under the impression that maybe this is true maybe this isn't true 
that it's not the talent on the field that coaches and teams were struggling with from Aaron Rodgers. It was some off the field stuff. I guess his like really his yeah he's got some brother who they don't see eye to eye. He's a pretty good quarterback. They think he might be better than Aaron. His name's Jordan, but maybe that's there's something to be said about that. But I don't see how a team wouldn't select the guy if he had some weird stuff with his family. I mean, you'd have to almost like not talk to your family for years for even that to be come up. I think. Yeah, that's crazy that that issue would even arise. I mean, I I'm just struggling with like I'm trying to go to school and enjoy my juice box, and all these Vikings fans are making fun of me. Like I know why they drafted a quarterback. I'm not the GM. I don't know. Don't make fun of me for it. Right. And, you know, Matt, like, I'm really glad that you brought that up because, you know, my dad and I, we were watching uh, the draft at at Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, If you haven't heard of Buffalo Wild Wings, like this place is kind of on the up. And I I tell you, like, they have some of the better, better wings around. Like, I I can see this place doing something here. Um, But I mean, we're sitting there in the early picks and Tennessee comes up on the board. And it's like just just so happened that the server we were with was a big Titans fan. And they grabbed a gem like Aaron or excuse me, Adam Jones. Um, I don't know why anyone would ever try to draft somebody named Aaron Jones, but Adam Pac-Man Jones, like the epitome of class on and off of the field. Like that's the kind of guy that you can build a team around a guy that drops to 24 the way that Aaron Rodgers does. I just don't really see what you can do with it. And I'm, I'm I'm kind of flabbergasted about it. Well, at least they didn't jump up to try and get him. You know, that would just be crazy. That's true. That's true. To, dra- to trade up, that's a good point, you know, to trade up in the first draft with Ted Tom, that would have been nuts. You'd have to be insane. Yeah. That Buffalo Wild Wings is pretty good. I was there once. There's one in Wausau, so it's like 35 miles north here. We'll go there once in a while when we do like some uh, – some Special sh- yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. type of thing. So, but – Man, I, Adam Jones, he was a, he is a good, great football player. I think he's going to be pretty solid for years for the Titans. Return kicks, secondary guy, he's he's mm-hmm. solid. He's solid. Yeah. That I mean, that's a future Walter Payton man of the year walking out onto the field every single time. Um guys, I guess as we kind of wrap up here, the biggest question coming out of this draft if you're building for the future at this point, let's let's say that that's the way that this organization is trying to to go towards. We don't really see what the future is right now with the way the Kings kind of panned out, but it's it's 2005 in let's say let's call it I don't want to say 5 years because I mean that's just unrealistic. By 2010 that's crazy talk. But let's say 10 years from now does this team actually win a Super Bowl after the draft that we just saw? Like, you're hoping that this guy is, like, Super Bowl caliber, like, Pro Bowls, MVPs. Like, that's what they're hoping for in this guy, it sounds like. Is he the guy that can go get you a ring and is going to be a superstar? Can this guy throw Hail Marys? Like, that's important to me. We don't know that mm-hmm. yet. That's a good point. And, like, you got to get weapons around him still, right? I mean, we're, we've just talked about Javon Walker's wants to get traded, Antonio Freeman, you know, whatever. You're not going to – I don't know what production you're going to get other than these running backs. It's almost like they'd have to go and, like, draft a second-round receiver or two, maybe a guy that used to play quarterback and get some dynamic. Yeah, you can't just have Donald Driver. You yeah, need more than that. Yeah, you need that. more than that. I mean, it's right. – they're, they're going to they're gonna need help. I We'll see what happens. And, and 
And you know, depth is depth, depth is the issue there too, because like, great, you have Donald Driver, and maybe you get like, I don't know, two like two more guys to play wide receiver, you know. Um, but injuries are going to happen. You know that that's the that's the nature of the beast in the NFL is you're going to just be you're going to get seasons where you maybe put like 15 16 guys on injured reserve and you, you can't be winning a Super Bowl that way. You know th- there's just there's no two ways about it. So to 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 spend a draft pick on a quarterback that probably isn't going to see the field for four four possibly years. Like there's a chance like it's four years from now we don't see Aaron Rodgers on the field. To draft to draft that position is it doesn't totally make any agree. sense. Yeah, it'd be it'd be weird to see this team without Brett Favre. Like, I can't picture it right now. Like some kid coming and taking over one of our greatest quarterbacks. Like, it's just it's just too hard to process. No, and well, I think we can all just I think we can feel rest assured, guys, that when the time actually comes, that we'll we'll see Brett Favre do this thing the right way right absolutely like, like we're not like this isn't this 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 guy he's not gonna be you know him and Han. this is this is a picture perfect time like he's gonna ride out into the sunset and he's gonna be the next Bart star I agree right he, mm-hmm. I mean he's he's gonna be the consummate Packer. 100%. I mean he has to he's the greatest quarterback since Bart star yeah well Guys, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, anything, anything special at school that you guys want to plug while uh, while while we're here? I mean, I'll I'll say this here. Uh, you know, I'm I'm making my way onto uh, onto the the high school lacrosse nice. team. I'm getting into that. That's a lot of fun. Um, you know, I'm playing a little bit of, of of hockey in there too, and I'm thinking about going out for Spanish club treasure. I don't want to go vice president or president i think treasurer that would be that'd be perfect for me right now uh what about what about you guys what's 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 going on in your neck of the woods so i just uh created my hotmail account uh so if anyone wants to yeah it's an email uh it's like some email service it was free uh one of my friends had it so i decided i was gonna get a hot i don't know what i'll use my email for probably to send like i don't know messages to people but uh, you can get at me on Hotmail. It's um, Packers underscore Lover, L-O-V-E-R, 1990 at Hotmail.com. So message me if you guys have any – or email me, I guess, is what they call it. Uh, any questions or anything you want to bring up on the next um, Pack in the Day episode? Yeah, I I can I can only go on the internet so many times because my mom needs to use the phone, but like not much going on here. You know, fourth grade I started getting letter grades, so it's been really tough on me. I don't just get wow, like stars and hearts and stuff. I know, so it's been a tough year for me. But I'm hoping like I've got like little league softball rolling around, and that's gonna be cool. I don't know. My dad's on the landline right now talking to his buddies about the draft and everything's just crazy. So I don't know. Janelle, have you, have you been hit with the cursive yet? Because that was one of the worst things for me in high school. They don't make us do that. What they made last year in third grade, they made me learn cursive and they said, I'm really going to need it. So that's disappointing. (laughs) You don't don't (laughs) use it in, you don't use it in seventh, eighth or ninth grade. So good luck. 
Great. Yeah. What a waste of a year. Here I am, fourth grade, and I feel like my whole life has been wasted. Well, Janelle's wasted her year, and I think the consensus is that the Packers have wasted their their first round pick and, and probably most of the draft here uh, here in 2005. So thanks for sticking with us, guys. Um, hang tough, Packer fans. We'll get through this. We'll figure it out. Hopefully, uh, you know, there's, there's bound to be some other quarterback maybe 10, 15 years from now that could possibly do something for the green and gold after Brett Favre's leaves. All right, until next time, guys, uh, go Pack Go and Seacrest out. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.